The family of a local teenager says she never would have left home without calling. It's praying for the best. I want my daughter home, man. And if she can't come home, I just want to know where she's at. These posters around the towns of Livermore and Jay beg anyone with information to come forward. Posters that Richard puts up every spring, never losing hope. An arrest in a nearly four-decade-old cold case. Thanks to cutting-edge DNA technology, the arrest happening exactly 39 years to the day. When Parabon Nanolabs used that sample to create 3D models of the suspected killer's face. It's heartbreaking. We miss her, and we're going to find her. We're going to keep looking until we do. It's like a never-ending nightmare. It doesn't end. It keeps returning and coming back. So tonight we're joined by Kim Stedman. She's a friend of Linda Maxwell, who died August 23rd, 1984 in Calais, Maine. Her death was ruled a suspicious homicide or suspicious death, correct? Yeah. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about Linda? Um, I don't know of anybody that didn't like Linda. She was a lot of fun. She uh, seemed like she was always around when something fun was going on. And uh, she was a good friend. I really liked her. Now, what were some of her hobbies and interests? Well, she was real athletic. She played basketball. And she liked, we, well, you know, we all hung out at a parking lot. The parking lot is what it was called back in those days. And we would all pull in there and everybody would talk and hang out and sometimes pull cookies in the cars, you know, stuff like that. And that's pretty much where we hung out and what we did. Yeah, I think that was uh, something pretty common in northern Maine back in the day, right? Yeah. And McDonald's was across the street, so you could get a bite to eat and come back over. <laughs> Sometimes we'd get run off. They'd tell us to go find something else to do, but we'd always come back <laughs> to Mark Parker. <laughs> so, when Linda disappeared, I'm sorry, when Linda died in 1984, how old was she? Linda would have been, I believe she was 18. So it was her senior year of high school? Yep. Yep. Um, so she had just started her senior year that fall? Yes. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us the story about, you know, what you've gathered from that night, you know, being in town, what you've heard, and, and what the police have talked <clears throat> about that have well, what I remember is she was in a truck with some people that she didn't normally hang out with, but she was in the truck nonetheless, thought it was odd. We all thought it was odd that she was with the people she was with. And she stopped and talked to us, and she was really drinking a lot. They had a lot of booze on that truck, and uh, it wasn't like her to be drunk like that either. And she... um. She was just fun that night. She was a fun, happy drunk. So and uh, me and my me and my friend just didn't want her to be there because we knew those people weren't who she was usually with. So we tried to get her to come with us and just hang there. And she was, no, I got to go find her boyfriend at the time. She wanted to go find him because he had gotten upset and jumped off the truck. So that was what oh. was in her head. And that's why she went with him from there. So about what time of night was this that this happened? Oh, I really don't remember. Probably nine o'clock. And were Maybe. the people, who's the people where she 
that she was with was it a mixture of boys and girls and were they from the town or were they older or they were a lot older than us the driver of the truck was he was married and had kids and we were just all kids and he was and um, driving around a bunch of drunk teenagers yes he was the he bought the he bought the alcohol and um yeah a bunch of drunk kids there was like four or six boys on the back and then there was four of them in the front and linda was one of the ones in the front of the truck with that man and then another guy who was a lot older than us and his girlfriend when you say a lot older you mean like 25 or even older than that about 25 the the guy that was with the girl and then the guy that was driving the truck would have been 30s wow easy oh yeah yeah that's why it was so weird <laughs> now callus had a police department back then right yeah we had a police department and do you know do you remember if if you saw them much that night or was it typical for them just to just drive by you guys um, all sitting in that parking lot drinking? Oh yeah, they would uh, they would come by and everybody would hide the booze and act like they weren't doing anything, and then they would sometimes stop and then sometimes just harass and then move on or sometimes kick us out. But that particular night, I don't remember seeing them a lot. Hmm. I don't remember seeing them around a lot that night. So Linda had gotten into this pickup, and then you said you and your other friend was trying to get her to come with you? Yes. What did she say? she come off the truck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was her reasoning for not wanting to come with you, did she say? She said she wanted to go find her boyfriend because he had jumped off the truck earlier. He had gotten upset with her and jumped off the truck. So she was going to go back out with them and find him. And I said, well, did, uh, maybe he'll come and find you. She right. says, no, I got to go find him. He's mad at me. So that was her reason for getting on that truck. And we tried several times to get her off that truck. Now, something the, the, said. The, the reason for trying to, to get her out of that truck so, so, so much, did the people that she was around that night, did they sort of have a reputation or uh, did it just really not feel that. right? Yeah, just didn't feel right. And one of the guys in there, yeah, I had a, he had a reputation of going out with the younger girls and breaking their hearts. And, you know, I just, I wasn't fond of 30 year old driver hanging around teenagers. That's weird enough, I guess. Exactly. Right. And it just gave me the heebies. Just. Right. Wow. So was, was that the last time that you saw her? That was the last time I saw Linda. Yeah. And I know another thing that was uh, odd about Linda that she ended up in water naked was that, first of all, she was really shy. She, like, when we changed up for PE and stuff, she would go in the bathroom and change. She wouldn't change in front of everybody, like, you know, in the same room. And she she didn't know how to swim. So. So, yeah, so let's let's get into that. So that night you don't see her. And then when was she found? She's found the next morning, right? It was the day after, not the next day, but the next day. So did people know she's missing? Like her parents were looking for her? Oh, yeah. We were all looking for her. I even went down to that man's house that that was driving the truck. 
and wasn't very nice and checked his garbage and I don't know what I was looking for, but I, we, I checked his garbage. I had a carload of my friends with me and we told him, we're going to check your garbage. <laughs> and we said some mean things and we checked the garbage. We didn't find anything. What was his and, reaction to you guys being there? What did he say? He was not happy. He told us he was going to call the police. And I said, go ahead. By the time the police get here, I will have checked your garbage. <laughs> so, right. And he never did call the police. We left when we were done checking the garbage. And uh, I never seen him again. I never seen that man again. That's some pretty good forethought, though, to to think to do that, though, to go through his, his trash. Yeah, but it did us no good. We, you know, didn't find anything. Right, just ended up with sticky hands. But <laughs> So yeah. at, what then, point, at what time in the morning did PD get involved to start looking for her? Was it early, early? Or was um, it... I'm not really sure about that, but I know that when they did find her, first of all, we knew that they had found a body. We had heard because it's a small town. There was a body found down at the Robinson boat landing. I automatically knew it was her. I just knew because where would she be? We had looked everywhere. There was, she wasn't, they had, we had a tent that we had set up in behind the cemetery that we would go up in there and smoke cigarettes and talk and just be teenagers. She wasn't there. She wasn't anywhere that she normally would go. So when they said that they had found a body, I knew it was her. I just did. I just knew. And then some kid that knew somebody that worked at the funeral home said that, no, the body's too big to be Linda. Can't be her. Too big of a body. So I said, no, it's her. You know, I just knew it was her. And then we were sitting on the porch. And her boyfriend and his cousin and a couple of more people and the cops pulled up and said that they wanted to talk to us if we could go to the police station. So I said, sure. And we were like, but what's it about? And they said, just come on up to the police station. We'll tell you. So when we went up there, they told us individually. They didn't tell us all together. They told us individually that it was Linda. Yeah. And now, did they ask you guys questions while you're up there? Like, who is she with and all that type of stuff? Yeah, they asked us, you know, if, when was the last time we seen her and what was she wearing and who was she with and that was it. So and what, what time of day that following, like, so we're two days from the that day was that like she was last seen? Mid-morning. Mid yeah, that was like mid-morning when the box stopped by and, the porch. And you had already stated that she was not clothed when they found her. Um, do you know about the autopsy? What was in that? I don't, I don't, but I know that they said the, the cause of death was drowning. And I just knew, oh my God, she always told us that she was, it, that was her biggest fear was to drown. So it was right. so weird. The whole thing was just so odd. If did she they, was, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, did they ever recover her clothing? No. Nope weird and there's been so many rumors through the years i mean so yeah. many things so many different people people you wouldn't even think other people say they did it you know and this one did it and somebody said that you know this and that so i think through the years things have gotten all discombobulated you know and people have forgotten but the people that were on that truck, I myself asked things too through the years. And 
three times their, their stories changed. Mm-hmm. So the truth doesn't change. Exactly. I think they may know something that they're not saying. I don't know why they wouldn't say unless, you know, they could get in trouble maybe, or I, I don't know, maybe they're scared. Well, or... That's that's the thing is, is, right, is if one person, usually something, case like this right there's one person that's at fault one person committed an act that that led to someone passing right right may you know the the others might know about it but what's what you but like you said what's keeping them from saying anything because uh unless it's like conspiracy to commit murder like they all knew that they were going to do it that night that's that's the only thing but like for real that people would just be happy to have an answer for this you know and, exactly. and someone coming forward and saying something would they could they could they could use that as a bargaining chip to keep themselves from getting out of trouble you know yeah. uh, if there was like you know withholding information that sort of deal worried about that charge but it's it's, and then I it's heard disgusting that, that people don't answer it really is and it, and then i had heard that they thought maybe there was a police officer involved in it and then that kind of made sense maybe there could have been because we never found any evidence who would be good at hiding evidence would be a police officer so then i thought maybe there was something to that but i mean i just we i just don't know where the you know, uh, that's the point right. were the local officers known to hang out with younger kids um rumored rumored things were said about you know certain married police officers messing around with the young girls that had been rumored yeah. but you know i never seen it myself but of course i wouldn't right. you know right so yeah that, that comes know, up a lot rumor. that comes up a lot in in this these sort of cases too the cold cases is it suspected police involvement uh but over this longer course of time, like you'd kind of have to imagine that eventually something like that would come up because why isn't the evidence been found or, you know, something along those lines. Right. I mean, I thought if they probably burned her stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, a good way to hide it would be to burn it. So she wore Levi's and had a Levi's jacket. So you would find the, the buttons wouldn't burn. The rivets on the pants wouldn't burn. So, right. you know, we, we did the Ouija board trying to figure out what happened to her. The Ouija board told us that, you know, clothes were buried. So we went to where the Ouija board told us the clothes were buried and got a metal detector and dug up stuff. And we never found anything. It's did you, just um, nothing. Did you guys have psychics involved too? Yes. I questioned a, a psychic. I was living in Florida. After this happened, I moved to Florida. And... um when I was there, there was a psychic and I asked her, if she knew what happened to my friend. And what she said happened was that she knew something and that she was killed by someone in a uniform. And that's what she claimed happened. That she was killed because she knew something. Hmm. So what she knew, I don't know. I don't know what she knew. But Jeff is right. A lot of times these cold cases, the ones they just can't seem to solve, there's always like this rumor of police cover up, which is probably the reason why they're solved, right? Yeah, right. and it's, sometimes there's some legitimacy to that. So, uh, yeah, but but you know we don't. No, I, but I don't then know. Again, but, why would you know? 
why wouldn't the people that were on that truck though say, well, we dropped her off here or, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't they say something? What was their story for the night? What did they claim happened when was the last time they claimed to have so or after I should say after you saw them at the, the parking lot, what did they claim what happened? They claim happened is that she jumped off the truck that they drove from where the parking lot was to five to seven minutes away and mm -hmm. she jumped off where the boyfriend had jumped off the truck. And she just that was it. That was the last time they seen her. That's what they say. They say she, right after we had seen her, they took her up five, seven minutes away, and she hopped off the truck to find her boyfriend. And do she was we never know, seen again. Do we know what the state of the body was? I mean, <clears throat> they said that she drowned, but do you know if they said anything about any uh, wounds? They didn't say sort? she was sexually assaulted. They, we, I wondered that if she was sexually assaulted because she was naked. And they never said right. she was sexually assaulted, but we don't know. I mean, she was in water, so. I just, I just was asking about like if she jumped off the truck or if she fell off the truck and she was drunk, she died that way. Then they threw her in the river or something like that. But uh... yeah, could have been, could have been. But they never said if they found bumps on her head or that she was beat up or they just said that she was naked. Her body was real swelled up because it was in the water, and the river has rapid. You know the where her body was found it's got rapid water going so her body was kind of tore up from that and uh she okay. had no lips they say sand fleas chewed off her lips uh, and wow. yeah and that she drowned was the cause of death did they say like the time of death was it the night she went missing they never we, they never told us that nothing like that she is listed as an unsolved homicide though in maine i believe that's good to know. Because that's how I because, reached I mean, out to you guys. What else going through that list. <laughs> I was going through the uh, unsolved homicide list, and that's when I reached out to um, uh, Heather. Yeah, she would always keep it in the news. Yeah, you know, she's... she would always remind everybody on the anniversary of her death. And sometimes people would get nasty when like in the beginning the first like five years that like i wrote a thing in their memorial and then people would tell me you know they'd get nasty with me like why don't you just leave it alone you know why you got to keep bringing that up and it's like why don't you guys care right <laughs> you know, that this happened we don't know that but was... it was just is her family still around her... are her parents still alive <laughs> and siblings around her parents passed away and never knowing what happened to Linda. And her, she's got two brothers and they're still alive and they're children. And uh, one brother's still around here, but the other brother's moved away. Yeah. Are you still in contact with Another thing with I them? wanted to tell you guys, after this happened to Linda, I moved to Florida. I told you guys that. And it was probably, I was there maybe six months. And I got a knock on the door. I had my own little apartment and, you know, was living there, waitressing or whatnot. And she came all the way from Maine, knocked on my door and told me that she had seen something the night that Linda was killed. And I said, well, why are you telling me? You need to tell the police. And she right. said that she was too afraid to tell the police. And I said, well, the state police is who you would need to tell. I don't know if she ever did tell the state police, but what she told me was, is that she seen Linda 
where those people on the truck said that they had dropped her off and right. then seen a, that she seen a vehicle pick her up and throw her in the trunk of the, in the trunk of his vehicle. Did she say the type of vehicle at all? She did. She said the vehicle and the vehicle was a police officer on that vehicle. The uh, his personal well, vehicle or the actual uh... his personal vehicle. She wrote the license plate down. She knew just, it was weird. Like, I'm seeing a girl get put in a trunk. That's not normal. This girl was right. And she used to ride her bike all over town, this girl. She was always out. You'd always see her on her bike in the morning, right. at night. So she pretty well could have seen something. But she said that she was too afraid to tell anybody. Um, so, obviously, I understand you don't want to say her name here, but... Have you contacted PD to say, hey, this person told me this story? Yes, I did. I told them about her. So I don't know if they followed up or, you know, they don't tell you that when they talk to you. They just find out what they think you know and don't tell you anything. Right. So I really don't know what they think happened. I know that they there was one little cop guy that was investigating it. And he seemed like he was all gung-ho to figure out what happened, and then he just quit. I mean... He, like, he quit quit the job entirely? No, quit investigating the case. So I don't know if he found out something that bothered him, or... I don't know what happened to that. But he was all gung-ho to solve it, and he was going to figure it all out, and then nothing. No more talk of it. No more nothing. Do you know if the family so ever I, had like a private detective involved at all? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I wanted to put it on when that show Unsolved Mysteries first had come out. I had called her family. Her mom and dad were still alive. And I had asked them if, you know, if I could tell the story and have the place come to them and, you know, do a whole big thing. And they didn't want to. And oh, I asked them why, you know, they could solve it. And they said they didn't want her business all over everywhere. I think they were embarrassed that she was partying that night. That's what I think that's they were what, embarrassed about. That's what kids do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's. And she was a partier and, and her friends were, all of us were at that age. I mean, small town, there's not a whole lot to do. <laughs> So, right, right. Very, very rarely do people wait till the drinking, legal drinking age, right? I mean, exactly. So, how but do they you... were Christian people and nice people, and they just, I guess, were embarrassed that their daughter was doing that, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. too bad. So, how do you think she ended up in the water? I mean, would do you think that she was put in the water at the landing, or is there a bridge nearby, or? I think that she was put in the water somewhere else and then floated to the landing is what I think. I think she was murdered somewhere other than where she was found. And I think she probably was running maybe from somebody and then there was nowhere else to run but the water and she couldn't swim, you know? So maybe she ran in and thought if she was quiet or something and trying to hide or, and then they yeah, drowned her. It's hard telling, especially if, if she's running and it's night. You yeah. Know, if she's running anywhere near the water Rocks are slippery near the water. She might have fallen down, her head on her something, head. drown on the way. Yeah, it's. And, and we should mention. Naked. 
yeah yeah the naked part is really weird and, and they're not being a supposedly they're not being any form of sexual assault right or that they've claimed yeah. unless right and i'm not sure that that's true i'm i bet you that she was sexually abused i i, I right i mean it's how how common is that that someone is found naked uh and nothing happened deceased and nothing had happened right so mm -hmm. wow i mean i i will say that the the I don't know how to, I don't want to sound insensitive about this. At least they found her. I mean, because there, there's, there's a lot of stories out there where someone goes missing and families go this long and they just never have, they they don't know where they are. They, you know, the, at oh, least they, terrible. right, right. So at least they, they had, they had her to, you know, put her at rest. Did they, yes, um, that did was they, the one good thing. Did they have a big funeral for her? Oh yeah, absolutely. And we did. We all as kids got upset with the pastor that had done the funeral because I remember him saying, "Oh yeah, look at all of her friends here today. Where were you all that night?" Oh like, geez. Really? <laughs> he did not oh. say that. You know? Yeah, it was like blaming her friends for the situation is pretty well how he handled it. So I mean, I remember us being mad about that. We didn't find yeah. that so nice. Here we were looking for a way to grieve, and he's telling us that. So we um we should mention also that statute of limitations has gone by for everything but murder because there is no statute of limitations on murder. But if you know somebody saw something or if they were even involved with like moving her or something, they can't be charged with anything at this point unless they were directly involved with murdering her. So it'd be nice well, if they come forward. To get and, out there. And, and say something, you know, tell people what they yeah, know, tell the, tell the police thing. what they know. And I think there is somebody out there that does know something. I really do. There's got to be. I mean, somebody knows what happened to her. And then here's another weird thing that was told to me. When I moved into this apartment complex where I'm at now, the man has passed away since. He told me that if I got him a typewriter that wasn't electric, that was a manual typewriter that he could take that to someone and they would type a letter and they would tell the police what happened to Linda. So I tried to find out? a typewriter and could not, but I told him, you know, you need to tell whoever this person is that they need to tell what happened to her. And I was working right. on him and he passed away. Mm. So I don't, I don't know the answer to that either. And he didn't divulge anything that's been told to him over the years either? No, nope, he wouldn't. Well, what he did say was that this man told him all he would tell me was that it was a police officer that was involved. That's all he would say. Wow. Wow. And you were never aware of her hanging out with any officers, right? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, we'll see what's being said is that she knew something about the supposed police officer and he didn't want anybody to know whatever it was that she knew. So I, I don't right. know. So either drugs or that he was sleeping with someone or her, you know? Absolutely. It, you know, something, the first police officer to arrive on the scene when Linda's body was found was a guy that had just graduated high school. That was a cop. He had no training. 
He just got given, you know, the uniform and you're caught now. And he said he didn't know what he was doing. He said he was the first one down there. He didn't close off the scene. You know, he didn't know what that he needed to do that. He just was the first one there. And he said there was an hour before any other police officer, state police or anybody showed up. Unreal. And I mean, people were walking all over the place. He said, you know, there could have been all kinds of evidence there. How would we know? There was an hour before anyone else showed up? He said about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, he said. It took okay. before the state police and everybody else showed up. So. Oh, man. Yeah. It, very sloppy police work, regardless of whether they had anything involved or not. They, right. It was very sloppy. Like, they didn't care. That might actually have been by design, you know? They'll send the rookie officer in there and screw up the investigation. It, and then... it, absolutely. That's another thing. So, and it really bothered me. Like, I took it hard. Like, I, a, lo all, a lot of us did. We took it hard. Like, geez, if she just wouldn't have been on that truck, you know? If she just right. would have come with us, you know? She just would have told somebody what it was she supposedly knew. Then, you know, two of us would have known. <laughs> They'd have to get us both. It, <laughs> you know, nice. or, It'd be nice to know what those guys in the truck told law enforcement officers, assuming they were uh, investigated and, and spoken to. Yeah, it would be. And I'm sure they were. I can't remember who they were. It was since this has come up, I was trying to think of who the boys were on the back of that truck. And I can't for the life of me remember who those boys were on the back of that truck. I remember who she was in the front with, but I don't remember who the boys were on the back of that truck. And we should say if anyone's watching this or listening to this and they know something or they're in that truck, we would love to talk to them as well. Um, and as planning on posting this to your, your the sorry, planning on posting this to the Callus Facebook page too, so that more people in the area will be like, Oh yeah, I remember when that happened. And, and oh maybe... yeah. Yeah, there's a my friend posted that picture that you sent me of the podcast thing, because I sent it to my friend. And everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's saying this or that underneath that thing. They can't wait to see it. And, you know, so hopefully it'll lead to some information. Yeah, hopefully. Um, you know, it's kind of why we do this, just to drum up conversation again. And maybe somebody feels comfortable now or maybe someone that's involved has passed away. So somebody that knows what happened is willing to talk now. It'd be great to, to help solve some of these cases. Oh, it really would. Now, at the graduation that year, did the school do anything special for her in her memory or anything that you can remember? No, I don't remember that they did. But I moved away because my parents didn't think it was safe anymore to, to stay around the area because of what happened. They felt like it was, I don't know what they thought, but they thought it was scary for us kids to be right. hanging around unattended. That's scary to think that you're unsafe in Callis, Maine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But that's the way they felt. So my senior year I spent in Florida okay. and not with my friends in Maine. So they, right. I don't really know what happened when they went back to school because I didn't go back to school. How soon after this happened then that you moved away? I know you said it was soon after, but was it like yeah. weeks, a month? Couple months. Couple months. Couple months. Yeah. Yeah. When the weather started getting cold, I was in Florida. Well, I can't blame so, you there. I guess that's not so bad, I guess. 
<laughs> no, the weather was good. But yeah, it was rough. I mean, and then all the stories, there's been so many different rumors and stories and opinions and truths in there somewhere though. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotta be. Yep. You're absolutely right. It happens with a lot of these cases where people just like to either insert themselves or think they heard something or you know, pretending to be something they're not and saying, run their mouths and saying things. So oh, yeah, I've heard a lot that's, of that. That's the, that's the tough thing, right, is you want as much information as you can get, but then it becomes, like, really tough trying to weigh, like, sift out the BS out of it. Exactly. There was another story that I was told that someone was at their camp, okay, which you know how it is in these small towns. Camps are out in the middle of nowhere. And two of the men, the two men that were on the truck... <laughs> were seen soaking wet, okay? They were out there by where their camp was and they were soaking wet and covered in mud and water. And they just told the people that you didn't see us. I mean, this is what this person said. And I, of course, said, did you tell the police this? Right. No, we're not telling this. So of course I told the police that, gave the names of who the men were and everything. But I don't know what came of it. I don't know if they were investigated or what the cops did with that information. Every time I'd hear something, I'd go and tell the cops. Right. Or call. But to no avail. Mm. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm sure Linda and her family are grateful that you're still fighting for her. I hope so. I need to look up her brother, though. I really do. I need to look him up and see how him and his family are doing yeah i used to be able to tell you from that day what she was wearing who was there and you know over the years it's just your memory just right about 37 years ago is it's quite a while to to remember the small smaller details but i know that if i was involved in a murder or the death of someone that I would remember 37 years later what happened to her. Absolutely. So whoever right. knows what happened needs to speak up. Oh yeah, and some of the people that were on that truck have had some bad things happen to them in their life. So we're all like, karma, karma. What, what kind of things? It, you know, it's awful to say that, but it's karma. Could be. You need to tell us what happened. Because I can't understand how you could be on a truck with someone, they end up dead, and you don't know what happened. Or even, you don't know, well, I guess their story, like you said, was that she jumped out where her boyfriend was. and. But why would you let her? I mean, the odds of that happening, you know, you really wouldn't let her. She was really drunk. Right, right, yeah. And be, you put yourself in that situation as someone in the back of the vehicle. Just watch this 18-year-old girl who's hammered. Just let her wander off into the woods because her boyfriend right. was there. What an hour before hour that, before. half hour ago, right? Let yeah. her wander around in the woods. Yeah, that doesn't add up at you all. Know, and something no, else. Doesn't. Something else that just came to my head is like they could have, you know, brought her to the river and forced her to go skinny dipping or something and like you said she doesn't know how to swim and maybe it was an accident maybe there were you know obviously they shouldn't have been doing that to her and, and forcing her to do those things but um 
if it was an accident, just come forward and say something. <laughs> like, get, exactly. like, being scared, like, but... I mean, and then everybody that was on that truck that was like, you know, they didn't want their name mentioned. They didn't want people talking about it. It's like, Jesus, like, I don't uh, understand. Yeah, like, if yeah. you didn't do anything, what do you care who's talking about it? Sorry. You know? And the cops just didn't seem to be too interested. It's like you have one murder in 20 years in this small town and nobody <laughs> solves it. Like, there's right. no... I mean, it, I wonder if there's any DNA or anything like that that they could test. I mean, or I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Maybe what some person said online, maybe they need to exhume her body and see if there's anything that they could test DNA on or something, if there was any evidence left on her. Or, but by the time they did whatever they do at the funeral home, there's probably nothing left there anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't be surprised though. But I mean there's just not much evidence. There's a bunch of people telling a bunch of different stories and still it's not getting solved. It's like a mystery. Do you guys yeah. have a, a Facebook page dedicated to her by chance? That's one way to get people talking to that um a girl started a, a murder and incidents page and a lot of it started turning to the linda case and she claims that it was removed it, she said a police officer or the law enforcement or somehow they removed it they told her that she couldn't have that on there anymore so That's i don't know that, yeah that doesn't sound right to me at all either she's no. lying to you or the police are lying to her right I'm going to get her name because I read that and I was like, hmm, I'm going to get her name and I'm going to ask her more about that. Because, right. I mean, she said it right there under her name and everything. Right. So I don't know exactly what that story is, but huh. that's what I heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just the general public talking about about stuff about a case. They should have all the right in the world to say whatever they want about it. The only thing that might have to be excluded as if like an actual officer comes in and gives privileged information about it right. you know stuff that's quote unquote not supposed to be out there but just like us going back and forth talking if we happen to hit on something that's accurate that doesn't mean that it's not allowed to exist you know the cops exactly. can't say take it down because well it's true you know like that's just not how it works right. Right. I need to I need to look into that some more, but she claims that she was getting all kinds of information on there and then they just shut it down. Hmm. Now, what would you like to see happen in this case? I would like to see someone that was on that truck tell us what happened that night. Just tell us. Just what happened to Linda? How did yeah. Linda end up naked in the river? That's what I would. I want to know who did it and why. Right. Was she? Were you? Were you guys all drinking and she got mouthy, or you guys got in a fight, or you know what happened? Right. I I just I've tried every thing to think of how someone could buy an accident end up naked in the river i just can't figure out how it would be an accident and if it was why wouldn't you say 
So exactly. something happened. And I just don't exactly know what. It's teenagers with booze, weed. There was this stuff called Rush. It came in a tube and you sniffed it for a certain amount of seconds. And then it gave you this weird feeling up your back. They had that too, whatever that stuff was. So. You have no idea what it that was. Would just been. take these young kids and get them all messed up. And someone ends up dead. Yeah. Wow. Sounds yeah, I, I, pers I personally couldn't, couldn't hold on to that sort of guilt for 30 years if you know any sort of knowledge about something like that like how, how do you hold on to that how do you not tell someone right exactly i don't know how but somebody's doing it somebody yeah yeah she didn't just end up in that river on her own i don't believe no not without she her clothes. didn't know how to swim she didn't like to be naked in front of anybody. You know, she was shot. So yeah. it just didn't make sense. Just didn't make sense. Uh, so hopefully by you guys telling people that, you know, statute of limitations on whether there was a fight or a bump on the head or whatever, helping them put the body in the water they won't get in trouble because the statute of limitations is up. Maybe somebody will say something. Yeah, anything other than murder. Right. Well, as long as they didn't murder her. Right. Right. Well, we can only hope, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it could be anybody. That's the thing. It could be anybody. A oh, real quick. Uh... The officers that were around at that point, are they still on the force or have they moved on or retired at this point? Um, a couple of them are dead. And the other ones that were mentioned in all this stuff are no longer police officers. Do you, so, know, do you know why they're no longer police officers? They just retire or do they get asked nope. to leave? It wasn't very long after this happened that they were no longer police officers, ironically. So I, I hard hard telling with Exactly. Yeah, especially especially said. back to that, that sort of time too, right? It's like just quietly maybe you should move on to something else sort of deal. Yeah. Like wow. it's really hard telling. So is there anything else you wanna say or ask us, Kim or um, I just hope that by this getting out that someone will say what happened. Just come on. Somebody say something, please. Right. I mean, let her family have some closure. I mean, come on. Yeah, for sure. And her friends, too. I mean, this has driven me insane for many years. I mean, really, it bothered me bad. And a lot of us, it did. Right. So, yeah, you'd have to imagine. So, I mean, and she was popular. She was sweet. Like I said, everybody liked her. So uh, somebody say something, please. That's that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, it would. All right, Kim, thank you so much for joining us and telling us her story. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. Hopefully, thank you. Uh, yeah, hopefully we get the conversation started with people in town and 
people start turning on each other and naming names. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good night. You too. All right. Thanks. Take care. Right. Welcome. Bye. We would like to thank Kim for joining us tonight to share what she knows about this tragic case. And our hearts go out to all of Linda's friends and family who've had to endure this nightmare of not having answers or closure for this case. If you have any information about tonight's case, please contact the Maine State Police at 207-624-7076 or reach out to us on our Facebook page at Locating the Lost. Now, if you've made it this far into the podcast and like the content, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing, or following the Facebook page. It's free, and it really helps to get the victim stories out there. And as always, thanks for listening. The search for five-year-old Taylor, Taylor Williams led investigators to Alabama this week. So we have some breaking news from Florida. An arrest has been made. Tonight, after years of agony, a glimmer of hope for the family. Investigators spent hours searching through this house off Pennsylvania Avenue. What could be a major development in the search for missing Alabama teenager. Tonight, a stunning twist in the search for Taylor. Somebody out there knows something. They want to lay him to rest their way, not by somebody else's way.